0: Hey, everybody,
1: welcome to our house.
0: Welcome to the house of mastery. This
1: is it. We're so happy to have you guys with us here.
0: My name is Peter Kell,
1: and I'm Caitlin O'Toole.
0: And this is a place where we talk about how to get better, how to improve how to be the best person of ourselves we can be
1: in every single aspect of our life.
0: And we're gonna be bringing regular podcasts to you all the time. So subscribe, stay tuned. And,
1: and get ready to level up
0: because something amazing is
1: Woo! Okay.
0: So we've been wanting to hang out for a long time.
1: I'm, I'm always wanting to hang out with Peter because he's so busy. Caitlin's already been
0: wanting to go. So I got hit by three pretty drastic moves, right? I started an AI business, which isn't it, but I got sued by an old mentor of mine. I took I, a $200,000 think... overpayment that Ugh. was sent to me that I didn't see coming. And I had some big advertising plays that didn't pan out. So triple whammy from the universe. The last maybe two months have been a pretty hardcore grind in terms of like, because we're in startup mode too and picking everything's up. So, Caitlin, what's it been like? What's it been like on your side of, this, <laughs> your
1: side of the world? Lonely. Lonely. So lonely. It's um, It's important though to really watch your emotions. There's so many times I go to your door and I just, I'm outside of it and I like know it's the wrong thing, but my heart wants to say hello. And then I walk away. So I'm so grateful when you suggested to podcast because now I know I have a clocked in time that he has to hang out with me. It's a delicate dance of being supportive and also wanting to have your own emotional needs met.
0: So what's, what's your experience been like for the last two months like <laughs> from your perspective?
1: Brutal. It's been brutal.
0: I'm waking up at 3.30 in 3.30 in the morning, in the right morning
1: is the first time I wake up. And then I get woken back up when he comes back down to go to the gym at 4.30 in the morning. And then when he comes home at six o'clock, but I'm grateful because those are the only times I get to see him currently. And then we obviously live together. This is-
0: What's our, the rest of the time been like?
1: It's just been super isolating. It's, <laughs> it's a minimal conversation and it's like, when you know your partner's incredibly stressed out, but there's nothing you can do and you wanna just be like, are you okay? But even taking the time to speak to them is either gonna throw them out of flow or or not be a good dynamic.
0: Right, what's it, what's like, what do you think is the play? Like, what do you think is the play for somebody who, you know, clearly your partner is going hard on a specific thing. They're not really beating around the bush. You know, no one's like totally productive 24-7. Somebody has to like chill and let their brain relax and do certain things. But what do you think is the play for somebody that like is going through stuff like that?
1: Oof. Okay, first prayer. Like I pray for him all the time. praying that I I'm just praying. come outside? <laughs> no, I'm praying that it works, right? I'm praying for clarity. I'm always saying like, God, just please make this easy and clear for him to see the path. So I think, and a lot of times, just going to prayer is something because one, it doesn't involve bothering him and I'm going straight to the source of solution. So prayer, and then two, um, you know, monitor the stories in your head because a lot of times I find myself creating these stories like, is he mad at me? Did I do something? Like, he's not talking to me. We're barely hooking up right now. And that can be a lot on the ego on your, on your mind. So it's monitoring my own stories and just really making sure I'm in control of my narrative and being like, no, when you, when your mind goes there, like you have to switch it to be like, no, he's an amazing partner. I love how incredible he works. I love that he has the best work ethic. Oh my God, he's waking up at 3.30 and you have to affirm positive things otherwise your mind will go to like you're not spending time with me do you like me why is he always in his room who's he talking to in his room right like that's like the monkey mind just going
0: right yeah i remember you would walk outside and be like does he still love me and i'm just like couldn't be more grateful that she has let me in peace grind on this (laughs) thing for so long (laughs) and then she's like because this is like the opposite signal of like true love for her i'm like oh my god thank you so much for just giving me space letting me do this she's like i don't think
1: i think no that that's an important thing to know because Right. What love is, is a condition, right? It's how we've been programmed and how we've been raised. So I right. grew up in a very like touchy, feely, loving household. And so yeah. when my partner is like up and away and there's no physical interaction, there's no words of affirmation, there's no nothing because he's just locked in the cage of work, then yeah, of course, that the natural instinct and response is like, am I safe? Right. Is this love? Yeah. And in reality, he's over here loving me that I'm leaving him alone. <laughs> Thank you. I try.
0: Thanks for being so patient with me.
1: <laughs> what is it like for you? Do you find even more pressure on top of that? Like um, trying to manage a relationship or are you so focused on what needs to be done?
0: Oh yeah. Well, I'm thankful. I'm pretty obsessive with, you know, a lot of the work and a lot of the things that are happening and, um, Got it. So for me, it's really, I just wake up, I'm obsessed with the whole thing. I either take down the most important thing that I have to do for the day or work in the morning routine and then go down that rabbit hole there. And um, and then I just grind and just take big moves every single day as hard as I can. And then um, a lot of times it really doesn't pick up. Like it's just, I think it has to do with how you start your day because I get, you get very like centered around it. And then everything in your mind is like work related and work focused because mm. You know, it's kind of like, just the first thing you eat in the morning, you know? It's kind of how you start your day, it's how you end your day or something, I don't know. I don't know exactly how it is, but it definitely feels like when I get really obsessive in the morning, it carries throughout the day.
1: So when you are obsessive in the morning, right? So if there's somebody that's really going through that moment, right? Like not like one, two, maybe three or more hits from the universe. What advice do you have? Like, what are you telling yourself? How are you even getting up at 3.30? Like what is going through your mind how are you when when there's so much negativity, conflict, disruption, how are you still maintaining not only a positive mindset but doing like extraordinary things and behavior
0: yeah uh, well, the thing about the mindset is you have to have faith in i mean i mean foundationally it falls upon god at the end of the day Foundation, Foundationally, it. it falls upon god because at the end of the day there are clear the end of the day the question is are you exactly where you're supposed to be in life or not right that's okay. kind of like one thing that i keep kind of falling back onto because if i'm exactly where i'm supposed to be then everything is happening perfectly at the end of the day mm. which means the bad thing that could be happening to or the good thing that is happening to you are all perfect things to be happening to you mm. right so bad okay. things could be evolving you so the most important thing is deciding right now, am I exactly where I'm supposed to be in life? Okay. And not like, um, like successfully or whatever, because I think we all go through moments when it's like, oh man, I sh- I'm this age old, I wanna be here, I should be there or whatever. Like they just start comparing yourself to where you think you should be in this part of your life.
1: Yeah, I feel it, I feel it. And
0: that is a very, uh, that is a very painful thing. I was going through that a year and a half ago, right? Before I started this AI thing and started getting into business coaching. Um, but if you discover that you are right where you're supposed to be, and one of the ways you discover that is by seeing signs of God, seeing clear signs that the universe is hooking you up, that you're right where you're supposed to be. Give me an example. Right. So one, for, one of the examples I have is, I mean, how this podcast even started. I work out in the morning with a guy named Garrett White, who's like basically me 10 years from now. found myself a gangster-ass mentor who drives Keith. the same kind of car I drive. He coaches people on a super high level. Right. Lives just like a totally another dimension, uh, bodybuilding competition. He's basically like me 10 years from now, super badass. Right. And that was just a miracle of the universe on how that came together. And yeah. also the guy who has his own podcast with his wife mm-hmm. and inspired this whole thing. So that to me is a clear sign of like, I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. That is a miracle, right? Miracles are happening, which means what's up with this slap from the universe. Like what is the universe trying to tell me? Right, Because if you realize you're exactly where you're supposed to be, then there must be a lesson here that you need to start implementing. Mm -hmm. (coughs) Specifically, if you wanna get different results, you have to change what you're currently doing. So you gotta be looking for something radically that you're not doing and change that and add a new radical habit in every day.
1: Okay, so (laughs) things happen to you, you have two options. You either view it as problematic, right? Which destroys you, mindset, all of it, or two, you say, no, I'm exactly where I need to be. And clearly my external world is a result of internally who I am in this moment. And so therefore something needs to change. And in that process, keeping your eyes open and your perception clear, so you can see the signs from God.
0: Yeah. yeah. I love that. So part of it is as the, whichever the direction your ship is going or whatever way your life is going, Mm -hmm. right? You have to consciously make a deliberate choice on which way it's going, right? Because if on the surface, right, on the surface, it looked like things were slowing down and things were going downhill. And then it was just this decision no, things are going uphill. Yes. No, no, yes. No, no.
1: Yes. We're going
0: uphill, right? <laughs> we're going this way. We're going this way. We're going this way. We're going way. uphill.
1: Unwavering belief to that. Boom. And we're going
0: fucking up. uphill. And then action starting to take, and you starting to take rapid action. Yes. And I know you've already been taking rapid action, but now you understand that something else must be added, and you take rapid action down a road you haven't yet taken yet.
1: Yes. Rapid
0: action going down that road.
1: This reminds me of my conversation this morning. So yeah. I have a friend that actually we met when we were in Estonia at Mind Valley University. And ironically, she lives down the street from us here in California, and so she's healing from cancer and it's really aggressive, um, but we see her in health, but she's at the point now where she has people coming like three times a week. And so we were talking about, you know, I, I was very sick once before. So she was like, how did you overcome your environment and what people were saying to you when everything pointed like this is the end? So this is different, but in in the business world, like that's what it could look like. Like this is the end. Like everything is falling apart. Yeah. And in her life, her body is like, everything's falling apart and the doctors yeah. are saying these things. Hard. And I told her today, I was like, you have to make a decision with such an intent and you can't waver from it. And also like you're talking about action. My message to her was about intention. Like how often are you deciding and declaring what is happening in everything you do in your life? And I was like, if you go grocery shopping, Gina, right? don't you go with a list or do you walk into a grocery store and you're like, all right, what do you, put it in my cart, like whatever you guys think. It's like you are taking action and you were setting an intention and you are choosing from the shelf everything you want. And it's no different in life, right? In any situation, it's like, as you're going to, at that doctor appointment, setting the intention of what you're going to hear or like what you're saying in business, you're deciding, I don't care what this looks like. I'm making a decision Like this is exactly where I'm meant to be and it's going to get better. And so clear intention, it sounds like from my end, and then yours is always inspired action or action.
0: 100%. Yeah. Yeah. And from a big picture, like one of my missions is to like, be the most successful version of myself that I can to help inspire other people to be successful. But one of my natural states in life is like, I'm really good at being in a, a dark corner, right? I thrive in going to dark corners, working on my, working on my own, and like Mommy. working on something incredible, right? But that's not my ultimate vision, right? My ultimate vision is like mm-hmm. building something, being an incredible person, so I can inspire all of you to do dope shit, also, right? For your own life. And I had neglected my Instagram. I had neglected my YouTube channel. I had neglected putting out daily content that the mm-hmm. universe is asking me to, to mm-hmm. receive. So yes. the download that I got was some slaps from the universe on, hey, pick back up your, you know, coaching program, pick back up your like inspirational daily messages. I hired Wes Watson to train me and he gave me this yeah. daily to-do list to follow every single day that involves inspiring people through your uh, social media channels. and. Lo and behold, put some stuff out there and bada boom, pick that shit (laughs) right back up, no problem.
1: I love that. I've been encouraging Peter, like he has done so much work on himself, on his life. If you see the amount of books we have in our home, there's probably like, I don't know, five, six, 700 books. It's crazy when we moved in, it was just like, we've got books, we've got books, we've got bookshelves. We have seven bookshelves in our house. But that shows you how he was, he's always consuming, he's always, Gaining wisdom and knowledge, but all that being said, i'm I always encourage him, like Peter, you need to share with people, and even when we meet people, it it quickly turns to like, can you mentor me? because he is just like a wealth of information. Today, I had another call with somebody, and he said to me, "Listen, there's two ways that things can happen in your life if the if you don't hear what the angels are saying, they'll call in their friends, the demons, to create a situation to make you change and so Oh. It was. I was like, whoa, this is like super heavy. And it wasn't like a religious thing. It was just, there are these there are ways we can change right. in a state of joy and bliss and belief where we can change in times of suffering or pain. Yeah. And so it sounds like, you know, you were being called and the voices, even the closest voices yeah. next to you was encouraging you, but it took a slap from above the yeah. universe to say like, no, 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 you're not listening. You know, I need you.
0: Right, for sure. Yeah, Wes Watson came in my life in a very <laughs> magical time and moment. And he was—he is a phenomenal mentor to have. And for him to give me a plan of action and for me not to execute or neglect on that, even though like that was it. You know, Wes is bringing yeah. us all up to be able to inspire people better.
1: Not only was it it, it was so clear that it was it because of the success. Yeah. Like the moment just like it you just put it out there, it was it was freaking magnetic. Like he was the strongest magnet of like, oh, you know, people were so grateful for the opportunity to just get insight and access, right? And, and, and I don't want to make it just like about us because the real thing is we all have that knowledge locked up inside of us, right? Whoever's watching this, like my favorite quote is, God whispers to us differently, hoping that we'll tell each other. And so Peter's got insight and information. I've got insight and information. You watching this have insight and information. All of us have something beautiful, a story that if you don't tell, if I don't tell, if you don't tell, isn't gonna be brought to the world. And that's a story that could change people's lives, change their beliefs, their perspective, everything. So it's important that we share, not from a place of ego, but from a, a place of love and from our hearts.
0: Amen, and that's what we're doing here. Anyway, thanks a lot for the show, guys. This is Peter and Kaylin.
1: And what do you think is about to happen?
0: Something amazing is about to happen.
1: We'll <laughs> see you guys next time.
0: See ya.